Hey there movie besties and calling all movie lovers, whether you're a casual viewer or a true cinema junkie. Either way, welcome to this week's episode of So, so That's, That's What Happens. Happens. Are you someone that loves seeing or going to the movies? Do you find yourself wanting to discuss those movies on a deeper level? Then come kick it with us as we dive into movie plots, unpack insane plot twists, deeper meanings, all while offering fresh insight and shedding light on different perspectives. And of course, laughter that you will only find here with B and T. We're your hosts. Tanisha and Bridget and today you're in for one of our special episodes well you know we've been doing special episodes so this week we got none <laughs> you know we got we, a lot of special episodes for a reason guys yeah y'all already know what it is the whole little mm -hmm. writer strike and stuff I know one of them which one got the their demands the, Sad? um no the uh the writers oh okay okay so the writers they came to a compromise the actors have yet to so okay with that being said... Right. We're going to just keep doing these special episodes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if y'all don't want to freaking pay y'all daggone actors <laughs> and pay the daggone writers so we can watch some good movies, then that's on y'all. And y'all better not use no damn AI to write no damn movies because if that's the case, I ain't going to watch it. You know, if y'all ain't had no writers and no uh, actors and stuff, y'all wouldn't have no damn movie. So pay them mm -hmm. people. Anyway. <laughs> B, what's going on with you? What's your life? So, quick life update for me is uh, yesterday I cooked some uh, fries. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> and a hell of pizza, too. Oh, my God, Bridget. What is going on in your life? I am telling y'all, the boredom will strike if I start talking <laughs> about my life here. Okay, working with a bunch you ain't of little went big no, You ain't went nowhere fun or nothing? I saw some movies. Oh, okay. What movies did you see? I can't talk about this. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. But, oh, good. We could talk about that on the side. <laughs> On our, on our exclusive clue. On the exclusive clue. <laughs> our exclusive clue. That's our exclusive content, y'all. But I will I will work harder at telling the interesting things right. that are happening. But I'll tell you, you know, I learned a new recipe that ain't going to do nothing oh, yeah, for nobody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to actually make a cheesecake with the crust being the Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal. Mm. Oh, I say cheese. you make some for next week's episode and I taste test it for do our ASL. listeners <laughs> Do an ASMR. Ooh, y'all on the mic smacking. Teresa. It's fabulous. Ooh, stop it. <laughs> I am so sorry, you guys. <laughs> Today's special episode is going to be about our most, most impactful, impactful movies. movies. Dun, 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 dun. What a great episode to come back with because yeah. we're about to spill the tea on the movies that have had such an impact, an impact on Shaked us in our life. <laughs> and that's what this episode is all about. We want to deep dive into the movies and why those are impactful to us yeah definitely definitely and i know y'all already know i know y'all got some movies that y'all just won't ever forget some mm -hmm. movies that's gonna be put on the shelf that's what we call uh -huh. it when it's put on the shelf that that means it it's is on the shelf stwh yep. so that's what happens approved okay approved. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so then before we dive b into the movies Let's chat about, you know, some little honorable mentions or... Okay. Or not even honorable mentions, but let's ask some questions. Okay. I have a question. All right. What's yours? Are there any similarities in the movies that you chose? Mm. No, not really. Um, the only thing, if if there is one, is maybe the intensity of the movies or like mm. the level of impact. Um, but they are all intense and impactful in their own way. So I hear you. Okay. I don't really see any similarities. <laughs> Same here. With? Nope. <laughs> Aside from the fact that they're all movies, they're such different genres, yeah. and they each do something different for me. Yes. So. Which is the beauty of movie making. Mm -hmm. Different reasons why they're special to your heart. Yeah. Okay, then, when you ask other people what their favorite movie are, and they tell you, do you be judging, like, what they tell you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh -uh. it's not in a way that really has any bearing on how I feel about them as a human. <laughs> but you know, I you know, in my mind I categorize people. I'd yeah, be like, I feel Oh, okay. Your favorite movie is the Matrix. Yeah, it's kinda like what a type read. Of person you are. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, you kinda read them. Not in yep. a in a bad way, but like mm -hmm. You know, you kind of get to know more about the person. Like, yeah. oh, okay. And it's it's not even an exact <laughs> science. It's just what I do for fun. Yeah. Like people who like Fast and Furious, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Smiling through my teeth, like, oh. 
My first question for that would be like, okay, why? Or like, <laughs> which one? Girl, it ain't got all the way. It's it's not even about the cars no more. It ain't nowhere near about the cars going it's fast. It's about family. Oh my god, <laughs> they're family. I, I, I'm these. sorry. I think the Vin Diesel is corny as hell to me. I'm Aww. sorry. I'm sorry. He's corny. Anyway, but <laughs> Fast and Furious though, girl, it didn't went all the way. Now we got the CIA, the FBI. They're doing all types of stunts and tricks They've all in the air. Changed a lot this since is, the beginning. Yeah, it got nothing to do with family or no damn cars going fast y'all just went to a whole nother genre at this point so it sounds to me like maybe you do judge dun, dun, dun. <laughs> not really uh, well yeah fun. but I, I just, just for fast and furious yeah. alone. i'm just gonna <laughs> eat you up i'm just gonna eat you up about it i got a friend and i ain't gonna say her name but she love her and her daughter love fast and furious and i'm just gonna that eat y'all is... up y'all know who y'all are <laughs> hysterical I it's so corny like of course you know maybe the first I okay I'll give it the yeah. first three I'll give it the first three but for sure the first two were good I thought the second one was which one is the so one well which Paul one is Walker? Tokyo Drip oh I don't know girl don't give me the line okay which one is the one with Paul Walker I thought that was in the... all of them or until no. he passes yeah I think so so like what is that one through seven I guess I know Tyrese was in all of them Vin Diesel of course oh Ty- girl oh Ludacris <laughs> yeah things have changed a yeah. lot so then in that case are there movies though that when someone says that they love it you just immediately are like nah because <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what it seems like it might be for Fast and Furious. But yeah. not nah, but like really. Yeah, yeah. That one I'm like, hell nah. <laughs> but um, yeah, girl. Them daggone certain. Because you know I like scary movies. But certain some of them be too daggone demonic, bro. Like those the ones for you. Whatever. Those the ones <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Like that sinister one. Me and Dion walked out the daggone uh, movie theater. Show I love did. that movie. I can't hell wait for nah. us to talk about it. But I Mm-mm. hear you. That movie. See, and, and I... I I absolutely understand <laughs> when you don't want to watch something and leaving. I get it. Yeah. But it just wasn't sitting well where, where with our spirit. I was just like, that. I got to get up out of here. But, you know, <laughs> but I do like scary movies, though. There are some. Like, I, I like the whole uh, Insidious tri- trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch Insidious. Like, that one's cool. But for some reason, Sinister, girl. You have, I mean, I'm just going to say for someone who watched the entire movie, I love it. For but real? also, I... I understand yeah. why you would walk out, but to watch it to the end because it is crazy. For real? So I, but I hear you. Yeah, I'm not trying to make anybody do something that don't sit right with them. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. for me, there are a few movies that I hate. You know, Which ones? <laughs> I just can't stand them. So if you love it, I'm just like, what? Really? <laughs> so Rent. I'm gonna start with Rent. Oh, <laughs> Rent's a musical yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I just. And you like musicals. That's what's I crazy. I love musicals. And I don't understand this one. I'm like, <laughs> I, I hate 99% of the songs. I just <laughs> don't really care for the storylines that are going on. Yeah. There's just something about it that annoys me. Yeah. It's like, but luckily, you don't really come across a lot of people, or I don't, thankfully, <laughs> that are talking about it or have very many things to say. So yeah. It's out of people's minds, and then it can stay there. <laughs> If there's right. ever a remake, I won't watch it. That's how far it is. Dang. Like, yeah, that's Even if it's like, like, oh, these are great actors and blah, blah, blah. And we changed up the songs. I'm going to be like, nah. What if what if, what if if Michael B. Jordan was in it? Nah. Uh-uh-uh. Your butt loved you so Michael B. Jordan. So you, if he was in here, you wouldn't watch it? There's a lot of men that I love. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> but <laughs> no. Uh-huh. I also can't picture him singing. Yeah, y'all can't picture his ass dilly dallying around, <laughs> dancing and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could do it. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just, I, that's just how I joke, y'all. So don't yeah. take it offensive. <laughs> all right, all right. Oh, this one was fun to so, do. Oh, yeah. So we do. We got partners. We got booze. Okay. I'm booed up, booed up. Bridget just booed up. Oh, my up. God. You had to. You, she just had to say it, y'all. She saw me close my eyes because I was like, don't let her say it. Don't say it. She had to. <laughs> I make I always be, make a point to be like I'm booed up, booed up, meaning I'm married, and Bridget mm-hmm. just booed up, meaning she just been with her boo for a Tree while. Treehouse lot special <laughs> extra boo there, but let me tell y'all something. T- 
two things, okay? First, this ain't the first time we recorded this episode. We had some <laughs> oh some technological God. mishaps right. twice. <laughs> twice. And so we're on mm. this episode. But I want y'all to know something. Her little boot up, boot up thing. <laughs> she couldn't even remember her own His question. favorite movies. His favorite movies. <laughs> so I was like, for real? For real? You saw you extra boot up. But she don't even know your extra booze movies. <laughs> Cause I can easily tell y'all mine. Okay, well, what's your boo's favorite movie? Okay, because I know this by heart. Okay. Dave's two favorite movies are Friday, okay, a classic, okay. and Django, oh, also a classic. Okay, yeah. All right, All he right. loves to quote them. Now, does he? Does he? Does he say the name the Django? Why? <laughs> Why would he? What? So, some people were calling it the Django. I'm not even joking. Well, I get that, but if you see, no, nah, David. <laughs> He ain't gonna call him the Django. I ain't never oh. heard him say that. So that was his two favorites. Yep, Friday and Django. Well, Friday is definitely one of Dion's too. Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a classic. <laughs> How can you go wrong? And it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. Fuck this week. I get it. Yeah, you okay. gonna get fired on your day off? <laughs> Actually, I got a friend that got fired on her day Just off. I ain't gonna say her name. Plenty but. of people do. That's why I'm like, <laughs> leave it alone. That's when they decided to make the moves and. <laughs> That is crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. So Dion's then. One of his is Friday. Um, The other one is Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Mm -hmm. That's the one she could not remember to say. What is it? I knew. I knew. Like I saw the movie playing out in my head, but I could not remember what it was called. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. Training Day and Scarface. Those are his favorites. (laughs) Such an eclectic collection you have right there. You know what I mean? Eclectic. Right. We're, I'm about to call Dion up right now. This is your extra boo-boo. And I'm going to be like, what are Tanisha's top favorite movies? Because I need... You can't come up. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> nah. All right. So now it's time to go ahead and dive B into, into some of our yes. most impactful Let's do this. Can, and let's be for real. Because as movie buffs, three is impossible. Right? Yeah. So we got to have some honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Let's throw in a few honorable right. mentions and let's get those over with first. All right. One of mine is, I'm going to just go ahead and just head, uh, jump ahead a little bit. Cornbread Early Me. <gasps> I knew you were going to yes. <laughs> That came out in 1975. It had Moses Gunn in there, Rosaline Cash, Bernie Casey, young Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yep. And it's a 12-year-old boy is traumatized by the murder of his friend, a star basketball player. His, his friend was murdered by a cop. Mm. And so this movie impacted me. I watched it as a child, you know, from my auntie's big box of tapes. Y'all know Mm -hmm. I talk about that. And as a child, I think I was probably maybe like 12, 9, 10. I don't know. And I watched this. And this was my first time ever seeing a young boy getting killed Mm. at the hands of the police. And it was crazy because, to be honest, when I I go back and think and Mm -hmm. in retrospect, it actually... Reminds me of the Trayvon Martin situation. Mm-hmm. That was that one was super famous. Yeah, what like happened. Yeah, and it was somebody who was minding their own business yeah. and not doing anything to hurt someone like Cornbread. It was sad, right? And you could hear him in the tape. Maybe you heard mm-hmm. him like yelling. So that was that was yeah. So Corn, mm-hmm. Cornbread early me was pretty much. I mean, it's always been happening. You know, the cops been doing some crazy <sighs> stuff to people of color, but this was like the first time I've seen that. Like, oh. I, cops mm-hmm. kill people like yeah, not y'all I'm, supposed to protect us exactly you know what I'm it's 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 something hard to wrap your head around when you're younger especially yeah. like wait a minute how could they be the bad guys that's never been my right. experience or what that's not what i'm taught yeah. you know they're supposed to protect me i'm supposed to feel safe right and now <clears throat> there's now there's fear yep and that was a sad story and that really impacted me as a child and I remember you showing me that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw that because I watched it with you. Yeah. And, and it was I, you, crazy. Yeah. We never forgot it. That's one of the ones. I just never forgot that movie. That movie is always like around. Mm. It's on the shelf. It's on the shelf. Yes. All right. What's one of yours? So I'm uh, Honorable mention. Honorable mention. I'm going to say Happy Feet. Oh. <laughs> Happy Feet came out in 2006 and it's voiced by Elijah Wood and oh. Brittany Murphy R.I.P. amongst other people right. yes and to know me is to know that I have a deep love of penguins yes. right she has penguins everywhere oh, guys. they're my faves she has a penguin comforter do I? no I'm just I definitely don't yeah. so I looked and at I her said, like what comforter are you talking and about? and I messed up I said penguin oh so just that was an ultimate fail keep carry on so in the movie happy feet uh-huh. an emperor penguin okay um in their world they find their soulmates through song which oh mm. i love that concept but mumble 
He's a penguin that just cannot <laughs> sing, y'all, to save his Aww. life. And I mean, like, sorry, baby, not just a little bit off. You know, I'm talking about Fergie level can't sing under the note, <laughs> <laughs> like the note is, ah, like the, ah, and he's going, ah, oh, well, he's going, ah, oh, oh, dang, listen, I gave him a bit of the doubt. He was painful. <laughs> okay, didn't you hear me just say Fergie level? Uh, <laughs> listen. Oh, girl, she ain't listening. Right. And if she does, 90%. you can't sing. So. <laughs> oh, you are terrible. I mean, she's still making millions of Right. Days, Make it, it right. I'm just telling right. her the truth. Yeah. Um, I just love the aspect of a world where you get to find your soulmate through song. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a heart song. They figure out what it is, like when they bloom, when they go yeah. through their puberty. Aww. What's your heart song? You know, it gave yeah. you something to think about. Like, oh, it's the. The song in your heart, who you truly are. So (laughs) just the triumph of this movie, the message that it gives you, basically being inherently who you are is special. Even as just one person, no matter how different you are, you can change things. You can change the world. And so... Look at her Disney ass. Look at Jiminy Cricket ass. Happy Feet is not a Disney movie, (laughs) even in the slightest. I know it's not a Disney movie, but what you were saying is Disney. Oh, being happy and showing love. Wow, what a loser I am. Shout out to Nisha, okay? I prefer to live in a world where there's happiness and joy and fairy tales. I do Nah, I like that stuff raw. I like it gutter. I like shooting up death all around me. I do not. Uh, uh, darkness. Uh-uh, I do not. She thinks darkness is her ally. Oh my God. She's such an idiot. I definitely am an idiot. Alright. So another uh, honorable mention for me is the sixth sense the sixth sense yeah it's hard to say the but we sixth... only have five senses so what's the sixth i know sense? isn't that creepy oh. you can see dead people in the sixth sense <laughs> <laughs> well according to this movie it came out in 1999 bruce willis Haley joe osmond which is wow he was a good actor what 1999 yes good 1999 wow Ooh, tony collette she's actually yeah she's a good she's actress. an amazing actress yeah so this movie, this this is one of the first movies. Well, actually, this is the first movie that introduced me to twist, mm. to twist in movies. Like what? Yep. You think it's going to go one way. It goes yes. the other. Yes. I also watched this for my auntie's big box of tapes. This movie right here gave me goosebumps. Yeah, me too. Because it's crazy. Like this little boy seeing these dead people. That was his sixth sense. He was seeing dead people. Okay. Now the dead people weren't doing nothing to him. It was just creepy. Because it's like, why am I seeing dead people? I think one of the ones I remember is when he was in the school. And they were hanging from the. Oh, yeah. And that little girl, she came into his little fort. He made and threw up. Oh, yeah. Why did she throw up? Because she had Munchausen's or something. um, Her her, her stepmom. Yeah. Was poisoning her. Munchausen's by proxy. No. Oh. She was poisoning her because she should like. She's the one, he finally started talking to her, right? Yeah. When he finally listened to Bruce Willis' advice, like, see what they want. You know, right. like, maybe. And so he asked her, like, what she needs. And mm-hmm. she asked him, basically, to get a tape. So he went to where her funeral was happening, uh. like, her, and he got the tape that she told him to oh. get. And he played it. And that's where they could see, like, oh, this is when she, you know, was oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And her, yep, her stepmom came in there and you could see her poisoning that yes. that soup. And she yep. was talking about, like, I don't really like it. I don't want to. And she was like, just eat it. Just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so. That's mm-hmm. true. Because the mama got found out at mm-hmm. the funeral. They they saw that her butt killed the daughter. Yeah, she was poisoning her. Oh, uh, Oh, yeah. So he helped out Nesson. That was yeah. his sixth sense. He was helping these dead people, I guess. Because at like, first he was just fearful of them. Like, yeah. You see these gruesome <laughs> right. things right. and you don't really want to yeah. interact with them. Exactly. But when he finally started to, that's when he could kind of help them in mm-hmm. a sense, quote unquote help. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And I love, okay, I love that scene with Tony, with him and his Tony mom, Collette. Tony Collette, yeah. when they're sitting in the car and he finally opens up to yeah, her. Because yeah. she was a good mom throughout this whole movie. She was. Like, people were bullying her son and treating him poorly. Because yeah. he was different. Like, right. he, why is he weird? Right. He even was paying that one kid to act like he was his friend for his mom. Oh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And walking him oh, to school. Yeah. But, um. He finally opened up. He finally opened up to yeah. his mom. And, I'm sorry, I'm taking over yours. <laughs> but I love that scene. Yeah. He tells her, you know, he could <clears> see, <throat> the, that he could see dead people. Right. And he tells her what her mom says said 
you know, mm-hmm. when she went to her mom's grave mm-hmm. and, mm. you know, he he was oh, worried the whole time. Yeah. Like, do you think I'm a freak? And yeah. she just like reassures him so well. Like, yeah. look at me. No. Right. I Don't you ever never. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's just like, ugh. That's, that's all, right. That he, that's what he needed too. Exactly. You know? That's annoying as hell. I would hate that. Like that's me and Dion say if we had children and they told us something, I wouldn't be like, you just need to go, you know, you're imagining things. That's always the thing. Yeah. You're imagining it or go lay down or blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like, well, you might need to listen to your kids. Like yeah. even if they are lying or whatever the case, just, you know, really still look into that. Like, exactly. you know, so yeah, that was the, that was the movie that, that introduced me to twist. Like coming, coming to find out at the end that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. It was just like his therapist or whatever mm-hmm. i was like what like literally like what <laughs> and yeah. it gave me goosebumps like i my my hair stood up yeah. on my body just it, it just creeped me out like what it just mm-hmm. the whole time we've been talking to a dead person like so yeah. we see dead people too oh you see how they did that mm-hmm. see that's another thing with or, movie with yeah. movie with film work I love that. that that the viewer mm-hmm. is now seeing dead people because he was dead the whole time that's how i feel about the one that just came out come on the last most recent guardians of the galaxy the third oh, one right uh-huh. at the very end but when you finally hear Groot say i love you guys oh yeah yeah and then it's like now we can all speak Groot. you know what i mean because yep. you realize he's talking to them but we all like we always hear i am yeah i am Groot." right but he's but talking I, like and so i like how it pulled you in to be like now you speak Groot." yeah so oh, that was cute yep yep so that's yep that's what that movie did all right what's one last honorable mention be Uno mas. Kick ass. Oh, kick ass. Is... Kick ass. And I will always talk about <sighs> kick ass. This showed up. I don't it know how many episodes. It is on the shelf for good reason. Okay. <laughs> I keep on bringing it up because I'm trying to plug that into your brain. It came out in 2010. All right. Starring Aaron Taylor Johnson. And let me tell you something, boy. If you ever listen to this and you just feel like you need a soulmate i'm telling you i can provide that joy for you bruh i love you it has nicholas cage uh-huh. it has chloe grace moretz these all three of them i love them okay <laughs> all, okay all actors i love so a teenage nobody uh-huh. decides one day that he wants to become a superhero even though he literally has no powers no <laughs> training or any meaningful reason to do so <laughs> so it's like it finally cracked like you know what i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna be a superhero too it's such a good mm-hmm. story it incorporates all the elements like humor anxiety mm-hmm. love family heroes action and it does it so seamlessly that and I love when movies can do that. It's mm-hmm. not just action. Mm-hmm. It's not just love. It's not just humor. It's a great mix with all of this in there. Yeah. So and who among us can be honest and say that you haven't imagined what it would be like to have superpowers? Because <laughs> I know I think about it way too frequently. Oh, yeah. I'd definitely be. I would like to be invisible. Ooh. And move around. I've thought about this frequently, and I would like the power to manipulate and control gravity. (laughs) Who's going to do anything to me? Who's going to check me? (laughs) Who's going to check me, boo? Right. Come at me. Oh, you can't? You're 700 pounds because I've changed the gravity density around you? Dang. Good luck. Oh, Lord. You really going to be able to... She can, so basically, you can make us to fatigans. I will. You won't look fatigans, but you'll feel it. <laughs> and I'll just be over here lightweight talking something. Oh, my God. What are twerking? <laughs> what if you just kept... What if it wasn't like a full tr- twerk, but, but because you controlled the gravity, once the booty went up, it just stayed... <laughs> Gravity is what does that. Yeah, I guess. Or if you can when slow it come down, back down. claps. You could just make them claps really just intensify. Yeah, that's so stupid. <sighs> I don't know why we be thinking this stuff we be thinking of. All right. Because we're geniuses. <laughs> that's why. All right. We about to geek out. We about to geek out on our most impactful movies. Let's really, really break them all down. So those are some of so our honorable mentions. This shit. Right. Those are some of our honorable mentions. So now we about to get into the nitty gritty. You ready? I'm ready. Lego. All right, we're going to start with me first. One of the most... Okay, now, remember I told y'all... Well, I don't know if I told y'all, but I got three different categories for my most impactful movies. Okay. And so this one is... This is my childhood impact category. Okay. This affected me as a child. So, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. 
<laughs> of course, we talked Time about it before. Time was classic. <laughs> it came out in 1993, which is crazy. 1993, bro. Man. How old was I then? I think I was like, oh, that's 20 years ago? 30 years ago. 30? So I was like Because 20 years ago would be 2003. Oh, yeah, you're right. No. <gasps> oh, my God. 30 years ago, bro. So I was six years old when this came out. So it's a fun-loving American bulldog pup, a hilarious Himalayan cat, and a wise old golden retriever. <laughs> been with the dogs back yep. then. They embark on a long trek. And the golden retriever was Shadow. The Himalayan cat oh. was Sassy. And then the bulldog pup was Chance. And <laughs> they go through the rugged wilderness of the Sierra Nevada girl in the mountains. Oof. And they are on a quest to reach home and their beloved owners. It's and it's so cute because basically the whole synopsis is that the daggone family went on vacation, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And they had left the dogs with a friend and yeah. they kind of was thinking, all right, fine, y'all going on vacation. They should be back in about a week. Mm-hmm. Then it started being like two, three days <laughs> after that week then went by. They was like, hold on, where they at, it man? It ended up being two weeks. Yeah. And so they went to go find them. Oh. They're like, uh-uh, y'all ain't leaving us for this yeah, long. they're like, where y'all at, Vacation bro? over. <laughs> So this impacted me as a kid because it was one of the first stories that helped me visually understand perseverance. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like they were so. They went through a lot. Yes. And like seeing it in the perspective too, like from the dogs lives, that made it even more dope. Because y'all know (laughs) I love dogs. Like I literally wish I could just swim in a pool of puppies. (laughs) I want to swim in a oh pool God. of puppies. As long as they're not drowning. <laughs> like, like, that's what I'm saying. Puppies, I'm scared. No, of. that's what I'm saying. I'm swimming in the pool of puppies. Ah, it's so not it's water. Just, it's puppies. Yeah, it's just I a whole it. bunch of little puppies. I just want to be surrounded by them. <laughs> oh, that would be so fun. They cute little feet. Like, small little, especially little corgi puppies. Corgi oh, puppy puppies MG. are so adorable. Oh, so, yes. So, this, this movie definitely showed me, like, wow, they were so determined and... It just showed me determination and perseverance. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just loved it. I was like, wow, like, they really went for it. They, and they ended up finding their, their owners. They made yep. it all the way back home, y'all. And then, sure fun fact, this is a true story. No, it ain't. This is a That's true wild. story. Yes. Just to know that. Oh, yes, The girl. love of animals. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I know. It's, it's a true so story. Precious. Yep. And so I like too that um the the mouse didn't move. Okay. I yeah. like that because the train the type of training, bro, that they had to have done back in the in the day. Cause you know, now yeah. like with strays just came out, they got the CGI, they got the mouse moving, which is cool. You know, it adds yeah. to, I guess. It works. Yeah, it works. <laughs> um, but I don't know, it was something about just like seeing the dogs like just real life and they're just acting out the motions Mm -hmm. or acting out what they're saying but their mouths aren't moving it just made it all the more real for me and so i think that's dope and i think i I got a lot of respect for the producers directors the trainers and everybody that had to train them daggone Mm -hmm. animals to do the things that they were doing man especially when sassy was in that uh that river (laughs) and me and dion was laughing because there's one part where a little cat came around but it looked like a dummy cat oh for sure that was (laughs) and it was all in the water just drowning it it came just like (laughs) But Sassy made it, though. She didn't die. But, yeah. So, I got some fun facts, B. Okay. So, it's originally based from a book called The Incredible Journey. And, like I said, it's a true story. And the the, the true story, the pets, their real names were, uh, what is it? In real life, their names were Ben, Rattler, Rattier. <laughs> Ratty. Oh, Rattier. That's, that's what I'm guessing. I can't oh, Rattler. see it. Yeah, Rat- yeah. Ben, Rattler, and Tiki. Those are their real names. That's hilarious. Yep, yep. And they only had to train for seven weeks before filming. Oh. And this film grossed $41 million. Whoa. Yeah, well, pretty much $42 million in United States box office. Nice. So that's dope. Sassy was played by uh, by uh, Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Chance was played Perfect. by Michael J. Uh, Fox. And then and then Donna Michi was Shadow. And so everybody and and they chance Michael J Fox was the perfect chance like he did do a wonderful yeah, job. Yeah, he chance. did. He did. So yes, Homeward Bound. That movie impacted me still to this day. I love that movie. I love that movie. My husband and I just recently watched it together, like maybe like five months ago, and he never <laughs> seen it. And I was like, "Baby, you got that's so nostalgic. Like you gotta yeah. watch it." And he loved it too. We it's both such loved a it. feel good. It was. Yep. Yep. So what's one of your most impactful? All right, so I am going to also start off with something I'll say from my childhood. Okay. For sure. <laughs> seven brides for seven brothers. 
Uh. Okay, seven for seven. This came out in 1954. Dang. Right? It stars Jane Powell and Howard Keel. Okay. And basically, in 1860s Oregon, (laughs) so a while ago, Uh when the oldest brother, Adam Ponope, decides that he wants himself a wife, he goes to town and he meets Millie. Millie. And they get married that day. (laughs) He meets her and he falls for her mm-hmm. she falls for him he brings her home mm-hmm. he forgot to tell her though on the uh, way that his six brothers live with him oh lord bro. and you know she was she you was just, excited to be like finally i don't have to because she was working <laughs> at this restaurant with all these guys and stuff and she's like finally all i had to do is cook and clean right for one, for man. one dude right That's it and then she come to find it's actually seven of them. Please, I would have been like, I'm and cooking they... my husband his food. Y'all go figure out your own daggone food. What the hell? And you know what? That's what I love about Millie because they are just so uncouth. <laughs> oh like she God. comes, they they because they live out in the mountains. Yeah, so, they're some mountain men. They are just out of control. So she comes in, and girl Millie is like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope, nope. <laughs> she changes everything she changes their entire lives Mm -hmm. just like that i love it she just takes control like "Mm -mm." (laughs) (laughs) and it's wonderful to see the way she does it right Mm -hmm. and they all just kind of love her and so they decide themselves like hey we want to get us some wives too Uh, okay and so they want to get set up and they go out try to meet these women but they end up going about it in the wrong way uh, after taking adam's advice rather than millie's because okay. millie's she puts them on game like this is how you court a girl you know court a girl yeah you do blah 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 and they're all like yeah, yeah and they're with <laughs> oh, it and they're good. listening and right. they're following and they're learning you know like right. how to be men yeah and so <laughs> or how to treat women more so <laughs> from a woman rather than yeah from a man right but, <laughs> What they do end up doing instead of by taking Adam's advice uh-huh. is after they meet the women and come back and they miss them and mm-hmm. they want them back, they decide to go kidnap them. Uh-huh. So they kidnap these six women that they want to marry and oh take them God. back to the <laughs> And it's like, you idiots. Right. Now you definitely can't have, like, <laughs> you dummies. Didn't I Why tell did you y'all? listen? And so she, and Millie's pissed too, because she's like, yeah, how this, could you do such a this, thing? This ain't how I raise y'all. <laughs> she literally is like, uh-uh. The women get the house. Y'all sleeping in the barn with the animals. Yep. Like, you're not coming in here. <laughs> like, uh, it's theirs uh, now. Uh, it's not what you thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, it's uh. just, uh. so I'm going to give you some fun facts. All right. All the brothers in this movie are named after Bible characters. Okay. And they're named in alphabetical order. Okay. Wow. What's Adam, all Benjamin, them? Caleb, Daniel, Ephraim, Frank, and Gideon. Oh, a few of them are some tribes from uh, tribe, uh, some the 12 tribes of Israel. A few of them is what that is. Dan, Ephraim, G- uh, Gideon. Frank is mm-hmm. the one where it's like Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know Frank in the Bible? But his Why, real name is Frankincense. Oh, okay. But they call That's him Frank. And they, and they all make fun of him for it. Like, Frankincense. Like, that's his name. But he's like kind of one of, he's like the toughest one because he always got to defend himself yeah, for it. Got, yeah. So he always be fighting. Frank is another one. Um, all right. Howard Kill, uh, the main character, Adam. Mm-hmm. This is his favorite movie that he's made. Mm-hmm. And he said that the cast was just magnificent and the chemistry was irresistible and it just felt like they were one big happy mm-hmm. family. So I feel like that was portrayed well in the movie. Like you could feel their chemistry and like they're just having fun doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is crazy to me, but in order to distinguish them, mm-hmm. the brothers, from the rest of the town, they made all the brothers redheaded. <laughs> uh. So and and not like you know, full-on gingers yeah. with super pale skin. Yeah. But, you know, day walkers, if you will, that can go out <laughs> to the sun, <laughs> like, that have the different types of red. Okay, gotcha. It, it works. Right. Trust me. All right. It's a different. fun story. This is I love it because it's a fun story, especially if you don't take it or yourself too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because ain't mm-hmm. nobody trying to kidnap people just because yeah. you want to be with them. Right. Um, and there's an age where, you know, I really did feel like... <sighs> man, if this person kidnapped me and <laughs> stole me away from my family, <laughs> I wouldn't be too <laughs> upset about it. Yeah. Take me if you'd like. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm looking over to the side. Sorry. Um, you know, 
Uh-huh. I'm just trying to be honest, uh-huh. okay? It's my show. Let me so be honest. So then I packaged you down in the <laughs> undercarriage. <laughs> We shall not talk of my nether regions. (laughs) And immediately they all regretted what they did, right? Mm -hmm. But there was nothing left to do. But just for the girls, at least, Uh to be mean. But they acted like, you know, oh, I don't like this. I'm mad. But they weren't. Okay. (laughs) Why would you steal me, Aaron Taylor Johnson? They low-key like you. Why did you take me away from my home, Michael B. Jordan? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, Michael B. Jordan. And it's just, it's a fun story. All so, right, all right, I got you. What you got next? All right. <laughs> I got now. We don't care who got next. All right. Sorry, I had to get it out. That was my aunt. That was an one. You remember and one? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was so, that was a while ago. Yeah. But yeah, I remember and one. I watched that documentary about it. I'm yeah. Familiar. Okay. Well, this one impacted like my mm. interest even more for psychological thrillers like at first i liked you know psychological thrillers but this one i was like yes like oh my god a split mm-hmm. split mm. it came out in 2016 played by james mcavoy and uh anya taylor joy Haley lou richard and Haley lou richardson Ooh. three girls are kidnapped by a man who is diagnosed with 23 distinct personalities 23 Yes, and they must try to escape before the apparent emergence of a frightful new 24th personality. And in the movie, that 24th personality is called the Beast. Mm -hmm. And all of these other personalities, all all 23 of them are technically harmless. Yeah. All of them are, like, I think he's one where he's like a 10-year-old. There's one where he's like this, like bougie you know sophisticated like lady named victoria mm-hmm. and there's just so many ones um, that are neat freaks why this one really impacted that because yeah. it talks about the mind and i always love things about the mind i used to think i wanted to be a psychologist but <laughs> clearly that's not what i am <laughs> but i do like talking about the mind and how it works and why we do the things that we do mm-hmm. and you know i like m night Shyamalan. Shem- mm-hmm. you know as a filmmaker he got some hits he got some misses this As one was a hit. <laughs> yeah. This one was a hit for this me. This is, I mean, he made The Sixth Sense as well. Yeah, so you sure like did. some M. Night Shyamalan movies. Sure did. I'm just yep. The Village kind of pissed me off, but I whatever. I love The Village. The Village, ah. the village wasn't terrible, but ugh, whatever. See, we'll the, the Village was a love story, but they marketed it like it was supposed to be scary. Um, and that's how they messed it up. Yep. That's There I'll you say. go. Okay. So in Split, the way that they were able to translate on screen the uncertainty and unpredictability of a progressing mental illness, like they did so good. It was so tense. Like the whole time I was on the edge of my seat. And, you know, depending on what mental illness, you know, state, you know, it it makes you consider the threat of the possible danger, you know, that's Mm -hmm. around you with people who suffer with mental mental illness. And Mm -hmm. it kind of just opened it up like, whoa, that's kind of, you know, people are out here struggling you know, with mental illness, with different personalities and things of that nature. And so Mm. this movie, just the way they showed it. And then like, even how it manifested him bringing that 24th personality, how it manifested physically, like in his body. Yeah. Did a good job of making it very creepy in a way, kind of eerie. I don't know how to put it. Yeah. yeah. And it was, it was, it was, and that's actually, it's actually a thing and that's I think that's what makes oh, yeah. it scary is because this is real life like people who you know go through exorcist and all that stuff like I have to having to be exercised and all that stuff they their physical bodies mm. change or they you know move and contort and do mm-hmm. all the things and so that's pretty much what he was doing in this movie he uh, James McAvoy like his body bro like the veins was like he was yeah. literally turning into the beast Ugh. Okay, and so he kidnaps some girls. They in there. They in his basement. He takes them to the basement or whatever, and he just he's keeping them there. But he he hasn't hurt them or nothing yet because all the other personalities are talking and engaging mm-hmm. with them. And the other two, I think the other two girls, oh, he killed them. He killed the other two girls. Mm-hmm. So you know, oh, he definitely did. So then I wonder though, because then the beast. So what personality killed the girls? The beast killed those girls. But I thought he was emerging. I thought he didn't come out until the yeah, end. Yeah, he he killed them at near the end. Oh, you're right. Because they were trying to escape and yeah. trying to make it out. But Ugh. he did not allow them to live. Yeah. And that's probably, for me, that's probably the part of Split where I, I didn't like it so much. Because I didn't want them to die. Yeah, I know. But and the girl, also, that, the girl, sorry, yeah. 
but the girl who lived, yeah, she she understood how to mm-hmm. manipulate him just because she focused on what he was doing. Like, yeah. why is he acting this way? Yeah. And changing, and in a weird way, what saved her life is because she related to him, mm-hmm. and she related to him because she too has gone through like abuse mm-hmm. and trauma and things like that. And so when he was about to kill her, he saw she had scars on her body and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, in his head, and all them person that well, well, all the other personalities was trying to keep the beast from coming out Mm -hmm. but the beast personality when he saw that it actually flipped and he like started feeling sorry for her and didn't even kill her at all like he felt seen he said that she was like him yep Mm -hmm. dang that's what saved her life her own scars saved her life bro that movie was good so that one impacted the way i feel about that made me love psychological thrillers even more because i love those type of movies there are a couple of podcasts i can send to you Uh uh-huh um where they people with people have talked about their own experience with having multiple personalities i know that's not what it's called anymore yeah but but they were such good episodes to listen to for real yeah and it's it is chilling. Telling you the mind is, man, it's very complex. They do, they, it will do whatever it can to make you feel yeah. safe. Yep. Including, <laughs> nope, yeah. you're not this person anymore. Now you're this person. Yeah. Whew. And then, too, you know, some people have to go somewhere else in their mind when they're being mm-hmm. abused mm-hmm. in, you know, whatever form that is. But, yeah, man, telling you, boy. All right. So what's some? So what's another impactful movie be for you? This one's a huge one for me. So okay. next up, I have everyone's super favorite unmatched score. <laughs> and just an amazing movie, film, everything in between. Okay. Interstellar. Ooh. Interstellar was directed by Chris Nolan mm-hmm. in 2014. Mm-hmm. Stars Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. and Hathaway. Oh, that kind of rhymes. <laughs> and... Oh my god. It just okay. <laughs> Don't get too geeky, Bridget. So <laughs> basically on. synopsis. A team of fearless explorers mm-hmm. and they really do have to be fearless to do what they did. Yeah. <laughs> they travel through a warm hole mm-hmm. to ensure survival outside of Earth. And there are so many things that put together for this movie to make it what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when they head out through this wormhole to find somewhere else for people of Earth to inhabit, because Earth is going down, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's going downhill as far as having what we need to survive. Yeah. And the planets that they come across, oh my God, they're so intense. <laughs> they're so intense. I gotta watch so, this again. Fun facts mm-hmm. about Interstellar. Well, tell us why you why why you like it. Why it's impactful to me, like. A movie that is this scientifically accurate Mm -hmm. because the scientists involved in making this movie laid out two guidelines that they strictly had to follow. Okay. And nothing would violate or established physical laws. So what you see in this movie, even when it feels so great and so magnificent and crazy, Mm -hmm. is real. Like this could actually, this Mm. is actually what's happening. (laughs) Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Everything would spring from science and not from creative minds of screenwriters. Ah. So to me, that's another reason why I love this movie. Because, wow, for you to be able to incorporate real life emotion Mm -hmm. and what people are feeling, as well as making it totally scientifically accurate. Mm Mm-hmm. That's just like unheard of because usually it's the creative minds of screenwriters are wonderful. I love it. Right. But knowing that it's not just screenwriters with this, the scientists are like, yeah, this is true. This is what it is. (laughs) This is what those planets are like. It's awesome. Hans Zimmer made an amazing score that you just heard. (laughs) And it just continues to be famous to this day. Yeah, it is. (laughs) This sound everywhere. Mm -hmm. But it's beautiful. Like the way that it builds. uh, It didn't take space. An interstellar. It did not take space, outer space, and make it this strange world with all these odd species <laughs> yeah. and aliens that are fighting an intergalactic war against right. each other. Yeah. You know, or Earth, because <laughs> that's what we see so frequently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I like that it didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it just kept it as real as possible. Mm-hmm. The ending of this movie, especially is the part that just is burnt into my memory <laughs> and to my mind. Because okay. it was, I wouldn't even call it a twist ending, but it was just so breathtaking that it was like, wow, 
it blew me away, basically, <laughs> when I saw it. And, like, I knew this is one of those movies where I did go more than once. You can give it and away. And when I took a couple of people, I, I can't give it away. The only reason why I can't give it away is because I know I'll end up talking too long. Oh, okay. And so, by, yeah, I'll have to be too yeah, much to explain. Wrap it up. <laughs> exactly. But I won't give it away either because you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, it's... 1,000% worth seeing, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that I took had the same reaction to that same moment in this movie. Like, all of them just, like, arm or hand grabbing or mm-hmm. looking like, oh, my God, this is so good. Yeah. It's very nice. It's just brilliantly executed. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time that I experienced an existential crisis. <laughs> and now I am addicted to the <laughs> feeling. Uh, uh, uh. When I feel existential I love it now. But back then, not realizing what what is this feeling? What is this feeling of how big are we? How small are Mm -hmm. we? What is going on? This is too much. I don't understand Mm -hmm. so much of of everything. Mm -hmm. And I love that I don't. I wouldn't call, for me, I wouldn't call mine an existential crisis. But when I went to Tennessee Mm -hmm. for the first time and was in the mountains Mm -hmm. and was high up like that, it was so, I felt so small and i was like whoa like look at this and this is just a little small part of the world like Mm -hmm. so you just imagine man it's just so big and beautiful and like whoa like Mm -hmm. i am literally like a little speck (laughs) in the grand scheme of things you know what i'm saying we really are and i like that yeah that was it was very powerful it was like whoa Mm -hmm. like this is this is legit. Like, wow. Okay, God, I see. Mm-hmm. Big flicks. There are different types of existential crises, according <laughs> to the internet. All right, all right. <laughs> There's the freedom of and responsibility existential crisis. Okay. Whatever that might mean. Okay. And then this is the one that this movie made me feel. Okay. The meaning and meaninglessness okay. all at the same time. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, there's the isolation and connectedness. There's the mortality and death what happens there type uh-huh. of existential crisis okay. and then just the emotions experience and embodiment like of all these things yeah so it, it can Dang. mean multiple things okay but for me i get the existential but i don't know calling it crisis it like it's like bad because it's not always not a bad i thing. don't think it's yeah i don't look at it as it's bad either yeah. i think it's just kind of the american language for some people <laughs> like overwhelming yeah is what it kind of could feel like. So for some people, overwhelming can be a little bit of a crisis for them. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, okay. All right. Interstellar. I'm going to watch it again, too. Oh, please do. Yeah, because I, I watched it years ago. And so I really, at this point, don't and remember then when it. you watch it again, keep everything in mind about the fact that... Yeah, now that I'm they're older. They're not just making this up. Yeah. <laughs> that is what's wild and, to me. Oh, believe me. I Yeah, because like the whole thought of just space and just out floating amongst the black is just... <laughs> That is like, whoa. And then forever, mm-hmm. too. You just be up there just forever, bro. That is scary. That's where like, the crisis comes from. Woo! Okay. Ooh, so, happening? yeah, in that case, yeah, in that case, right. <laughs> all right, all right. So, one of my other impactful movies. Now, y'all, this is my entrepreneurial impact. Okay. Okay. So, I got three movies, really. They're all, they all kind of coincide together because they all kind of have the same type of vibe. So we got Pursuit of Happiness Mm -hmm. that came out in 2006. A struggling salesman takes custody of his son as he's poised to begin a life-changing professional career. Okay, so that's one. The other one was The Social Network that came out in 2010. Uh, That was the whole Facebook story. Mm -hmm. Um, A Harvard student, Mark Zuckerberg, creates The Social Network site that would become known as Facebook. He is sued by the twins who claimed he stole their idea and by the co-founder who was later squeezed out of the business. Okay, that came out in 2010. And then we got The Founder that came out in 2016. Mm. And it's the story of Ray Kroc, a salesman who turned two brothers' innovative fast food eatery, McDonald's, into the biggest restaurant business in the world with a combination of ambition, persistence, but ruthlessness. Okay, ruthless ass. Anyway. So in Pursuit of Happiness, the perseverance that Will Smith showed, first off, Will Smith played in it and mm-hmm. his son, alongside his son, Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, but this impacted me because of the hustle and the yeah. drive and the perseverance of the dad, because yep. he was a single dad again. They was low key homeless. They, they were, were struggling. sleep. Yeah, struggle bus. Like Man. they didn't even have a bus. Mm-hmm. It was like. <laughs> Flintstone, you know what yep. I'm saying? Yep. So, and that that mm. just the struggle, his hard work, and he just kept 
pushing. Even though he kept getting no's, he kept getting no's, blah, blah, blah. He saw the vision. And that's all you need, girl. Don't give me the preaching. That's all you need is a vision. When you got the mm-hmm. vision, you can see this is what it is and this is where I can be. This is what blah, blah, blah. Yep. And he saw it and he kept pushing. He kept pushing. Mm. And that really affected me. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it was just and, and it was also encouraging because, you know, I've been an entrepreneur now going on eight, nine years. And, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. That's sure what they not. say. So you got you got to go through the building and the struggle and the, the push and the hustle and the, and to the get pursuit. To, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. The pursuit uh-huh, to get to where you want. So that movie impacted me in that way. The social network and the found the founder, they kind of both have that same vibe of now. This mm-hmm. one made me think of partnerships. Okay. Me as social a business network, yes, or founder or both, both of them. Of them. Okay. Social network and founder. Now, this for me as an entrepreneur, I've always been kind of leery of partnerships because my first introduction to seeing a partnership in business in real life was terrible. Like these mm. two people going through court and everything. I mean, it was just a big, big thing. And that was just, I was like, yep. And that's the reason why I ain't getting no partner. I'm going to go ahead and just run, keep continuing to run my business mm. <laughs> by myself. Um, but yeah, this, the, those two movies show me the dangers of partnership and who you, who to trust because the social network, the Mark Zuckerberg dude, I, from the movie, I mean, I guess you can kind of get your own perspective, but I kind of low key feel like, oh boy, did steal it. I'm just being honest. Like, like you know what I'm saying? They, I, he kind of, he, he didn't necessarily steal it, but he took their idea and kind of, just Ran added a little it. bit yeah, yeah you know sprinkled a little bit of something else right right and the same thing with the founder oh boy took the business from the two brothers and the two brothers mm-hmm. was just trying to keep the mcdonald's business kind of you know local Dang. like they, they they just wanted to live comfortably and yeah. make people happy making burgers and shakes you know what i'm saying yeah. but the founder dude the salesman dude he didn't came <laughs> in sweet um not sweet but he what's that quick talk you know how mm-hmm. some people are just wordsmiths and good yes. with their words he's a salesman so he knew how to sell and he pretty much took that business right from under him literally mm. took it right from under him and he saw what it could be he saw yeah, the vision right yeah and see that his he, was different than theirs right <laughs> exactly and his motives and intent was completely wrong mm. so you know it just really opened up my eyes to the dangers the possible dangers of part, uh, partnerships yeah and who to trust thank you for saying possible I'm like, right <laughs> looking at her my yeah. puppy dog eyes and as a you know as an entrepreneur you know who you allow in your dream and in your vision is important you can't tell everybody what you're doing you mm-hmm. can't tell everybody your dream and your vision and what you're doing because not everybody has the right intent mm-hmm. and that's that was the case in this and so for both of these yeah yeah it's, both of them are about like also have two brothers that get messed yeah <laughs> right <laughs> right so they're really similar and i always have wondered about the social network mm-hmm, okay because you you made it clear how you feel like you did kind of take their stuff I, for me so many people like this movie and i just kind of felt like meh about it you know what i mean (laughs) yeah like i don't have a desire to watch it again yeah i got you and i don't either um i feel you on that it Mm -hmm. was and then i'm trying uh, but that one actor that played mark zuckerberg i love jesse eisenberg i I like him but he is for me in my eyes he plays the same role every time he's always the he has a very distinct voice yeah mannerisms yeah and, and like it's hard to picture him as a different character. For yes, sure. yes, yes. So you know, um, so yeah, so that 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 really played a part. That really played a part in how I conduct business and who mm. I partner with, and all of that. Because you know, partnership could either be destructive or it could be beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But the choice is y'all's. <laughs> and then the big thing too, you know, I'm loyal. I don't play about my business. I don't play about my clients and all that stuff. So I would want somebody that, that would have the same heart and the same passion, the mm. same like intent. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 don't that don't come easy. It definitely yeah. So <laughs> these yeah these movies definitely played it played a part in my in my impact on um you know the impact on entrepreneurship you know. So I got some fun facts though, real quick. Yeah. The Social Network One was nominated for eight Oscars, which is hilarious because you just said how I was like, I would not see that movie again. So I don't know how they won Oscars. But a lot of people like it though. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they took home three Academy Awards. Um, one was for a best original score, and another one was for the best adapted screenplay, and then one was for the best film editing, which is like wow. wow. Okay. Also for the founder, fun fact. The $1 million that each brother got 
would be worth 8.7 million each in 2017. Wow. So years later, can you imagine? But now, you know, McDonald's is a billion dollar company. So they would yeah. literally like they sold their business, their dream, their vision. Ugh, that's just that's heartbreaking. Dumb. It just makes you not want to go get that. The Big movie, Mac. yeah, the movie pissed me off. Pissed me. <laughs> I, I was so mad at that founder dude, which was played by uh, Michael Keaton too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. played that well. Yep, yep. So that, so those movies impacted my entrepreneurial, you know, endeavors. Yeah, I, <laughs> I see how they're all. Well, no, they're tales. Some of them cautionary. Some of them um, yeah. inspirational, right. if you will, about what it's like to work with people and what it's like to achieve your dreams. Mm-hmm. So I feel you. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We got one last one, B. You going to take us out? You going to take us Uno out? Mas. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to take y'all out on a psychotic note <laughs> because I'm crazy about this movie and we already know. It's on a, not on a psychotic note. Well, you know. Go ahead. So... Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Directed by the Daniels. This movie came out in 2022, yep. so very recently. Yep. Okay, starring Michelle Yeoh, Ki Hui Kwan. I always said it wrong. He won. And Stephanie Hsu. Mm-hmm. O-M-G. I <laughs> became fully obsessed with this movie, and I'll never stop. It'll <laughs> just... Can't stop, won't stop. I'm never going to give it up. So synopsis about Mm -hmm. this movie. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant discovers Mm -hmm. that she has the ability to jump into other universes Mm -hmm. and access their, uh, as herself, um, and access their skills, their emotions, Mm -hmm. basically their life. And she sees all the lives that she lives throughout these universes based on the different choices that she's made throughout her life. Mm-hmm. And it's just beautifully done. Yeah, this movie was dope. I ain't I gonna mean, hold you. And A24 did this movie. Yes, this is an A24 yeah. movie. It is so we can talk about it till the <laughs> till the cows come home. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fun facts and then why I love it. Okay. Right? So some fun facts about this movie. Mm-hmm. The visual effects team was composed of nine people including mm-hmm. the directors, right? They had no training. Mm-hmm. They taught themselves using tutorials that they found online for free. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how I... For that's free. Yeah. Yeah. That's, how I came, that's how I started my business. It's crazy. I self-taught myself. You have resources and access yep. out there, you guys. Yep. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and not to mention that it was these nine people who taught themselves. This movie won. It swept the awards. Yes. It swept them. Do you understand... <laughs> If it was in there, it was going to win. Yeah. It's crazy how many awards this movie won. They did an awesome job. Um, this movie. And these are people who just self-taught themselves. Yeah. And I love that. Yes. I love that. Yes, girl. Because I'm an expert in my field and I am dope at what I do. See? And I self-taught myself. Mm-hmm. Shoot. See? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's a dope yes. fun fact. Yes. Man, that's crazy, yo. Because that, that movie was so good. You would never you have would thought. You would never have thought yeah. that. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. you would never thought they looked up some YouTube videos. You know okay. what I'm saying? Oh, so this is how you do it? Uh, but they got it done, uh-huh. and they did it marvelously. Uh-huh. So, also, okay, Ki Hui Kwan, mm-hmm. his first major role in 20 years. Mm. In 20 Dang. years, he hasn't come out since he was way younger. Mm. He was short round in the Indiana Jones movie. Oh. He was in the Goonies. Dang. He had a little piece in um Encino Man. Mm. <sighs> Dang. And he thought he was done. He had just been um choreographing fight scenes mm. and stuff. Uh. And so every time he would win something and he would have his speech, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. He was like, never give up. I didn't think mm-hmm. that in, like I'd ever come back. And yeah. He thought he was done. And then he came back and made this amazing movie. <laughs> I love it. All so right. the rock scenes were originally going to be voiced by Michelle, but then they were going to be voiced but Michelle suggested that subtitles instead, and it works out beautiful. Yeah, it does. There's a rock scene, and the rocks are talking to one another. Yeah, and it only makes sense when you see the movie. Yeah, but it's in subtitles. Yeah, and it it was completely quiet in the completely theater too. Completely quiet yeah. until it got a little funny, and you kind of laughed yeah, at a joke you, that a freaking rock made. <laughs> 
it's how are you laughing at a joke? It was so rock cool made. though because it, it was, was showing the rocks universe. Like yes. me and Dion was just talking about this. We were sitting out on on our balcony the other day. Like look at these squirrels. We was watching these squirrels. They were running after each mm-hmm. other and eating and stuff. And I was like, look, babe, they have their own life. Like they're living like. For them, mm-hmm. this is their, that's their life. Yes. Like, <laughs> we would never know what it's like to be an animal and he mm-hmm. won't ever know what it's like to be a human. So it's like, it's crazy to know that, yeah, there's so many different lives and things happening. <sighs> and it goes even down to the smallest bit. Even an mm-hmm. ant, that's like, have a life that we would never even know about. Like, and so that's why I love this movie too, because yes. it really does kind of like open up your mind and your thinking yes. and and more about like whoa like mm-hmm. this world is really big like the universe is big like it's crazy out here mm-hmm. and, and then too even like all the choices yes you know that we make in life like and could how? lead to a different life like totally think about it different yeah mm-hmm. if i never if i never did certain things that i was supposed to do in my mm-hmm. life I probably wouldn't be where I am. I, I don't mm-hmm. know where universe or where mm-hmm. I would be. I don't know where my choices would have landed mm-hmm. me. So if I hadn't chased that cat into <laughs> right, your yard, right? Would we be best friends? <laughs> right? Like that's crazy. Like this cat we, helped change like right. the course of my universe. Yep. It brought you and I together. <laughs> that's dope. That's dope. So this movie did a really good job at translating that. Mm-hmm. It really did a good job. And it just it, it like you said the choices. It it helped me even mm-hmm. realize that. The only person who is in charge and has full mm-hmm. like control of which choice you make in mm-hmm. your life is you. Mm-hmm. And you get to decide what that is instead of having life decide it for you. Mm-hmm. You think it's making the choices. You can make them. Right. You're in control. That's right. So this movie just kind of overwhelmed me, right? Yeah. The way that I felt about it. Because I feel like emotion-wise... It introduced me to an emotion I've never felt before. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've never felt this way, and I don't know how to call it. I still, to this day, <laughs> I don't know how to call this emotion that it made me feel. Yeah. Except for just overwhelmed. But that's not it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they made this movie where I could relate to all of the characters in different mm-hmm. ways, right? How was I so... It's so easy to, to relate to the father. Yeah. To be in his shoes. Aww. To be the one who who's so happy and positive and loving yeah. and just wanting your partner to see that yeah. and be a part of Cause that. Cause she was more of the cynical, like, yeah. you know, I wouldn't even call her cynical. Okay. I think she was way too focused yeah. on other things. Yeah. So, and, and I think that the movie, what happened in the movie helped give her clarity, clarity yeah. of why she's so all over, over the, the place, place. Yeah. and can't even focus on her husband. Right. <laughs> who's, Cause who's, he was a good man, girl. You better treat him right. Yes, you better go, I agree. Go, you better go make his <laughs> he dinner. He was an amazing husband. He was. He was a good and husband. She, and she wasn't necessarily yeah, she treating him bad. To him. Yeah. bad. She just was ignoring him. Yeah, it was kind of like, it was an unintentional neglect. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but it was neglect, yeah. for sure. And the same thing with her daughter. <sighs> and and I felt her, I felt her daughter mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And the way her daughter just wanted... At the end of the day, mm-hmm. her daughter wanted to be seen and she didn't even know it. Yeah. Her daughter was searching for her in every universe. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why right. she she kind of comes off as the villain. Yeah. But really what she needed was her mom's yep. love and acceptance. Right. And her mom had to go back into her past and mm-hmm. realize herself like, right. wait a minute, Where did... I'm doing the same thing yep. my that my did. dad did to me. <laughs> yep. He like he he ignored me mm-hmm. he said this isn't the life i wanted for you mm-hmm. and so i don't really care yeah and i'm doing that same thing to my daughter that's and I'm not, not fit. right i'm done i'm breaking that chain yeah i and and because uh, your kid your kids uh, have to make their own decisions they're going to be an adult one day so you gotta let that go bro you gotta yeah. let that go and allow them to live their own lives yes you can't try to police it or be mad because they're doing something mm-hmm. they're living a life that you may not like or agree with but so mm-hmm. what okay well get over that because they're going to continue living their life. You just need to be the parent and just love me. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the way she says it in the movie is so beautiful and so powerful because she's telling her dad, like, I know you see your worst fears in her, like, all mm-hmm. bottled into one. And it shows joy when she's chaos joy and she has all mm-hmm. the different outfits yep. and stuff on. And she's done. She's ready to go into the bagel. Yep. Really, what she tells her mom is beautiful because she tells her that as a rock. I've been seeing everything and experiencing so much. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you could show me mm. there was another way. Mm. Mm. And and her mom had to show her that in the end, or the stare scene, which is like my favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. right? So when she starts to combat people, 
by giving them what they need instead of fighting them. Right. Which is also a connection to her husband because he's the one who told her, like, we all need to stop fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, we're scared. We're confused. We just don't know what's going on. Just be kind. Yeah. We all just need to be kind. Like, he's begging them, like, let's just stop fighting. Right. And so it finally connects with her and she tells him that, like, Mm -hmm. huh. You know, when he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm learning to fight like you. And that's when yep. she starts giving everybody what Everything, they need. Yeah. And they stop and all the fighting different universes. Yeah. And it's, it sounds so weird, but it was you just so gotta beautifully watch it. done. Yeah, you got to see you it. You do. And you know, not everybody. it's not for everybody. Definitely not everybody not. would get it. And that's okay. It is what it is. But... Mm-hmm. You know, I I I definitely got it. I got the movie because yeah. I'm I'm always looking into movies anyway and the deeper things and yeah. what does this movie mean mm-hmm. anyway. Um, so. This movie can absolutely turn people away if they fixate on, on certain the, parts. Right. So there, if you fixate on this, <laughs> like is strange stuff, this, there yeah. are some strange things like in the this rocks movie. talking together, the the sausage hand fingers. The, yeah, the sausage fingers is ins- the the <laughs> hot dog fingers make no sense. Oh, yeah, they, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. However. What she does say about them is like, <laughs> even in a stupid, stupid universe where mm-hmm. we have hot dogs for fingers, we get really good with our hands. Mm-hmm. There's always something. There's right. always something to love. That's yeah. what she's telling them at uh-huh. that point. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. where you're at. So it, it can miss a lot of people if you yeah. get bogged down in the semantics. Maybe it was that this one. This message is beautiful. Remember that one quick flash scene where it was kind of showing her going through all the different universes uh-huh. and one of them she was a, a murderer oh it scared me I was, <laughs> <laughs> but it's crazy because yeah it was oh like, that was, was Jobu like, oh yeah that, that was Jobu Tabaki her daughter oh. I remember what's exactly like where she had the axe yeah. and there was all that blood oh yeah yeah that was the oh 10 out of 10 like out of 10 I haven't recommend. given a movie to, movie a 10 out of 10 in a long time actually this movie was definitely a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. for me for me as well and again maybe it's not for everybody but if it's for you i'm telling you you're mm-hmm. going to connect in it with in such a powerful way yeah so that's where i will leave you i didn't even get as geeky as i could have got because no it was good though i feel like we had a good combo i I agree (laughs) i love it all right y'all those are our most impactful movies now i know y'all got some i know y'all got some Mm -hmm. that have impacted y'all so let us know we got our podcast on the youtubes (laughs) so people can at least comment under the you know what i'm saying under the podcast y'all can comment let us know what's some impactful movies for y'all y'all can also dm us y'all can comment on our social media and also visit our website at so that's what happens.com and soon y'all be gonna have a shop okay so y'all gonna be able to shop all of so that's what happens merch so you can get everything from us <laughs> stay tuned <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our show so, so that's, that's what, what happens. happens join us next week and until then it's, it's a wrap, wrap.